Subscribe, love, like. We're sponsored by the Spunk Lube and rebroadcast by the Demon Seed Radio Network. We could not do any of this without you guys. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, please give us that bump. Sexy People Podcast. I'm Dan Frigolette. I'm joined with my co-host, uh, Leanne Lux, Suicide, and our guest, uh, Zara Coase. Thank you for being here. You're butchering my name lately. Am I? What am I? What have I done now wrong? I'm just adding many things. Lux Leanne, I mean, Suicide. In your, defense, in your defense, I've had like four or five name changes over the last decade. You but change you're, your like, name you're in matching the them all together. Yeah. What do you want? What it's Lee Von Lux. Lee Von Lux. We could just go with Lee or Leanne is fine. Okay. I'll start over. <laughs> Sexy People Podcast. I'm Dan Frigolette. I'm joined with uh, my co <laughs> Lee Von Lux and our guest, uh, Zara Coase. Thank you for joining us, Zara. I'm happy to be here with you guys. <laughs> Thank you. Okay, wait. So we're all over the world. I'm in uh, New Jersey. Nobody wants to be there. Leanne is in Nashville currently. And Zara, not to not down to the GPS location, so to so for your safety, but it's where? Are you? Yeah, I'm in Florida right now. Very nice. Okay, <laughs> we're all over. Yeah, thank you for uh, thank you for doing this. I uh, I got to admit, I'm uh, I'm I'm like I'm a fanboy. I don't I've never like admitted this before. I like started following you on TikTok, and then I was like, oh, that led to Instagram, and I was like, oh, that led to Twitter, and I, so now I'm like in too deep, and I'm like really uncomfortable about it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like a little nervous and I feel like a, like a, like a boy in uh, elementary school. Um, so don't be. So that's where I'm at. Uh, so thanks for being here. Uh, have you done any podcasts? No, not yet. This is my first one, actually. This is great. This is, this oh my is God. We're popping the podcast community yeah. here. The cherry. This is fantastic. <laughs> How do you identify what you're doing? How do you tell people what it is that you're, um, like, what, I don't know, how do you identify as a, as a performer, I guess? Okay, so uh, I'm, I'm having another work as well. I'm a model. And when the modeling started going down because of the coronavirus with all the travel bans, I started working on my OnlyFans. Because, I mean, I don't mind showing my body. I'm extremely confident. And it's just like, okay, well, whatever. People want to see it. I'm going to show it. But um, at first, it started simply because of money, honestly, and I started growing other platforms to supply OnlyFans with traffic. But now it's more like my platforms are growing and supplying OnlyFans with traffic, but it's not the main thing why I'm growing like TikTok or Instagram. So on my OnlyFans, I am posting sexy content, obviously. <laughs> I mean, not too explicit. Some girls posting like everything and doing everything. I don't do like boy girl content or girl girl i did it one time but there was nothing like too much you know mm -hmm. i just generally record myself and talk to them like hey guys today i ate this this and the police guy stopped me fucking motherfucker and it's just things like that so um i'm really enjoying creating content and it brings me money and i'm talking to people i don't have that many friends in real life so it's it's enjoyable for me Honestly, your OnlyFans is more like like a diary, like a live diary that people can tune into and see your day to day life. Yeah. And sometimes you're nude, right? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Well, so okay. so so much to unpack. Number one, I love that. Um, wait. So you weren't? Were you raised in the U.S.? Oh uh, no, no. I'm originally from Russia. So you've only been in the U.S. for five minutes, and you already hate cops. So I'm pro that. That's great. <laughs> uh, that's my favorite thing that's happened so far. Um, okay. So we had me and Leanne had a whole episode where we went like in depth about what it is that people on OnlyFans are offering, what they're claiming that they're offering. 
and a lot of it is vague i think because of the sex aspect of it but like on some level i think me and and leanne have decided like only vince is where you show your pussy is that fair is that a fair thing to um, to assume or is that not Again, what did you say? OnlyFans is for what? Is where you show your pussy, like, like, like. Uh, like are you Bella fully nude on OnlyFans? Bella, no. Bella Thorne upset a lot of people because she did no nudes, and she sort of claimed that she was going to. Okay, so uh, I do offer this type of content where you can see it, but it's more expensive. So it's yeah, basically sure. for VIP guys. Otherwise, I am sending videos pretty much every day. So when I'm in the mood, I'm like in the sexy mood because I don't like to you know, create a fake video when I'm actually not in the mood to do so because right. people will see that I'm faking on the video, which is not right. good. Yeah. I know some that girls do corny. because it's like, whatever, they're not going to see, but men do see. Mm -hmm. Don't lie to yourself. They do see. So, uh, yeah, I do like a pussy content and stuff, but it's more expensive. So it's for a limited amount of people. Sure. Yeah. But most of the people, from what I know, they're actually jerking off on my TikToks, which I didn't know, honestly. <laughs> I didn't know that was enough. So no, I was uh, kind of surprised. This is the thing you need to understand about dudes. We we can jerk <laughs> off to anything. Uh, <laughs> we will see a person in real life just walking across the street and then we'll go home and an hour later use that there. It is <laughs> it's boundless. Um, so yeah, if, if you are, I wouldn't have thought that either though. I wouldn't have thought that people would just see something on TikTok and, and jerk off to that. Oh, really? No, a hundred percent people are whacking it. I've never done it. Uh, but people are whacking it to TikToks a hundred percent. It's like eight second video. Come on. Yeah, I know. And like TikTok, I think is the most PG of all platforms. Right. Yeah. So like, it's so funny that something can be, I guess, well, I mean, you know, a hot body in a bikini, I'm sure can do it. I guess that yeah. makes sense. I'm here for all the belly button content, to be honest. So what? <laughs> People have to like, they're like, are you a, are you a, are you a boob guy? Or are you a butt guy? I'm a belly button guy. I like really, belly button. This is yeah. so funny. Yeah. Amy or Audi? <laughs> no, I, I like, I like it when it looks like a, um, like, like a, like a balloon knot stretched like too far. Like that's what I like. I don't know how to. You have the correct I, belly button. I, I know, know what you're talking about, but like, that's so weird. <laughs> look at this. Look at this young lady's belly button. That's the one we're talking about. It's so funny. <laughs> that's very specific. <laughs> Eric, Eric in the booth says, I jerk off to the idea that I haven't jerked off yet today. That's a real thing for dudes, too. <laughs> is we're just like, it's three o'clock. How would I make it this far into the day? In the anticipation of you're, you're getting we're like, you're just too busy. And you're like, I better jerk off today or who knows what's going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> so okay so where's so what's your number one platform right now zara number one from which perspective i don't know like what do you put your most the most of your time into what do you what do you care the most about i don't where do you find yourself the these are three different questions where do you find yourself <laughs> the most real i guess maybe also so okay um i was thinking like what is the point of me doing all these platforms holding them and doing some things. So when I started TikTok, it was seriously strictly for OnlyFans because I knew it's going to work and people I converting see. really, really good. But now TikTok is the way how I can show my personality to yeah. people because I have my own style. You can't just push it away. If in the past I was just like doing trends and that's it, I started showing my personality. Uh, Instagram, well, Instagram is just good to have, okay? It's good to have. And OnlyFans yeah. is obviously where I'm putting most of my uh, energy because yeah. it, it brings me income. So, yeah. and I have a lot of people there that I have to talk to and keep them engaged. Otherwise, it's just not going to work. Yeah. 
So, okay, so if I'm if I'm getting this correct, you were like, I want to have an OnlyFans. The best way for me to just get random people who have never seen me before is to get on TikTok and entice them that way. Well, how do you, how did you come up with a strategy to convert a TikTok viewer to your OnlyFans? Because you're not doing anything that's OnlyFan worthy on TikTok, right? Because of Leanne said the, 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 the rating. Super PG, yeah. yeah. Okay, so uh, I've heard from another person that is actually a manager and he's working with more of a like a models and celebrity girls. So that's the way they were doing it. At first I was thinking like, how can you convert people from TikTok where you don't show anything to OnlyFans? But people on TikTok actually do look for OnlyFans creators. Yeah. That, that's the thing because so many girls started it. Every time they see a sexy girl that has some kind of a pot text to her videos, they know she has an OnlyFans and they're looking for it. Yeah. Wait, what was the what was the, the thing you put in quotes? The pot text. I don't know if you have it in English. What's actually. pot text? Mm. How do you explain it? So basically, when she's showing her body off, but not like too much, not enough for TikTok to bang her. It's mm -hmm. a sign for them that I have only fans. I see Go for it. Yeah. Okay. There's, there's like little like there's nonverbal cues that that I can go pay to see your butt somewhere. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, even on Instagram, when I see a girl that's like half naked or twerking or whatever, I'm like, she's probably doing this for something. It's yeah. probably not for no. Some people think it's, oh, it's for attention. I mean, I'm sure that there's those girls as well, but mostly it's like she's making money from this somewhere. Yeah. yeah. Now, what's the point? <laughs> Wait, so yeah, I guess so you you can't you you launched us on the idea that like, what's the difference? I'm OK with my body. I want to show it off. During the pandemic, there, I guess, when did you find that OnlyFans would be a viable option? How long had you been considering it? Was it like, oh, this exists, let's get on it? Was it like, right, like, like did like you just immediate... join yeah. in the pandemic? No, no. Okay, uh, well, uh, I have a long story. So okay. I was a webcam model in the past. Okay. I don't really want to discuss this part because it wasn't a happy part of my life. Sure. Exactly. I was doing it because I had to. Mm -hmm. Okay. So uh, I had OnlyFans then for a year, but I really didn't do anything. I was just like taking the traffic from webcam and it wasn't much. It wasn't much. So it was kind of a like on the background, some additional income. Uh, but then I decided to leave the whole webcam modeling. I started modeling. Modeling didn't go well because it started all during the pandemic. So I was like, people make money on OnlyFans. I can do OnlyFans. Sure. So I just started working on it since December, like working, working on it. Yeah. yeah. Wait, this past December? Yeah. Oh, wow. Oh, so you even did it without like the pandemic flow of people. Yeah, there was still a little pandemic flow in December, but the real flow was I started it December, I think 2019, just a place to throw my nude images that I couldn't post anywhere else. Mm -hmm. And it would just make like a few hundred a month and it was like, cool, whatever. Yeah. And then the pandemic hit and then all of a sudden it just blew up by itself without me even giving it attention. So then I started to give it attention and I know that girls that were already on it in about, I want to say mid-April 
just realized that they could have an entire lifestyle built on OnlyFans because of yeah. the pandemic, because people were home doing nothing. They were getting all kinds of unemployment money, stimulus money, and had nothing better to do than jerk off. And I was like, give me. <laughs> I was like, I'll, I'll take it for now. Yeah, basically no. that's that's what happened. I think it's I think it's some of that. I think it's also some level of 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 the girl from like Syracuse who just gets on there who was hot in Syracuse really <laughs> drove the 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 notion it's like uh, I can see the girl I went to high school with naked now which oh, yeah. wasn't an accessible thing and I think and I think I think that spread like wildfire through the pandemic whether it has to do with money or not I don't know but like uh, as a comedian though a whole other side business for girls in this thing became it became a joke at first like oh I have an OnlyFans and then people would start an OnlyFans and they were like this is not a joke like this is real money um, yeah it it's exactly that it's like OnlyFans I think blew up in that time because of the girl next door that was yeah. like well I need to make some money now. Right. Let me try mm -hmm. this. And everyone was like, oh, I could see Stacy from down the street That's naked on this website. Something and great then about that. Porn stars were like, wait, these girls are making money doing what I already do with an agent and a production company. <laughs> and then they drove it even more. Yeah. 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 Huge. It's huge now. So I guess I guess the question then is since you're talking about it, so does as an OnlyFans person are there things on the site that drive people to you? No, you no, have they have they have like a thing where they can show you to random people, but yeah. people generally don't subscribe because they don't like to spend money on something or someone they don't know. So if they already see you on TikTok, they are right. following you there, see a few videos, they're like, yeah, I like her. But just seeing your profile pic, they don't want to just spend their money. So, th but so there's no like explore page. There's no algorithm. There's nothing that's in your favor and only fans. Just just figure it out, and we'll take a bunch of money from you. Yeah. That's where OnlyFans is dropping the ball. They don't have a main page where you can be promoted on. Yeah. Now, the two of you, have did you try have you tried any other platforms? Are you on the many vids? Are you on um AVN Stars tried to do something to compete? Have, are you on any of these other places? No, not me. I don't have I, any others. I mean, it's just it takes too much energy. Sure. You already create your own style and you have your like pattern of what you do when you wake up what you do when you do this, how you talk to people. And yeah. I'm afraid if you are gonna spread your energy on two or three different platforms, yeah. you're just gonna fuck up everything. Right, also Zara, do you enjoy that it has sort of a veil over OnlyFans that doesn't exist on these other sites? Like on these other sites, you can see a ton of people's content for free where OnlyFans has that veil of like, yeah. have to yeah. subscribe. You have to give me something to see mm -hmm. something of mine. Well, okay, right. Also, so there's like this veil that OnlyFans has. It's sort of like it's here, but not everyone's gonna see it. Right. Where many fans, it's like everyone. This girl that I worked with once on OnlyFans, she did something technically illegal because I didn't sign a release for it. Um, Nicole Doshi, she's a she's become a, a porn star now, and she had a video of ours on many vids, and I was like, whoa, whoa, I didn't approve that. I mm -hmm. didn't sign anything. I didn't complain because I got some of her traffic over to my OnlyFans, but I was like, uh, someone could just Google this and see this. Like, I didn't say that's okay. <laughs> you can't do that with only and it's, and it's just not smart business. Let's go. Yeah. Right. I, was um, like, what the? I let that slide that one time. I let that slide. But yeah. So Zara, this is this is interesting. I think and I think this is important for people, especially the type of people that we want to be talking to young um, sex positive women and um, and people that that like want, that we want to like remove judgment from people that um, 
you know, use their bodies in skip all that. Uh, your workflow that you're describing, um, I think would surprise people like you've figured out how to wake up, work hard at your OnlyFans, right? Get the videos up. You're figuring out what works, how it works. I think people um, that come from like a nine to five background think that doing anything that's not nine to five doesn't take discipline. Um, and it sounds like you're the, you're the, that's the exact opposite for you. Can you speak to that? Mm, and definitely OnlyFans is a constant job. You don't have days off. Right. You work from the time you wake up, it's just not a pattern. You don't need to unload trucks, okay? Yeah, of course you don't need to do that. But as soon as you wake up and go to sleep all this time where you're chatting to your people, which is uh, taking your energy, okay? You create content on one platform, you create content for the other platform to drive traffic to OnlyFans, and then you create the uh, uh, whole content for OnlyFans to sell it, of course, and make money or do the customs, which I actually don't do that often. I'm very picky with what I choose to do. So yeah, I mean, you constantly have to have a flow of new content and it takes time and energy, especially yeah. if you're being picky and I'm very picky. If video doesn't look good, I have to do it again. Sure. So yeah, it just always takes time, always seven days a week. So this is interesting. What's a custom that you keep getting a request for? Um, cause I, I find that like statistically just things will happen a lot, especially if you're saying no to something that like, it just keeps coming up in the universe. What's the thing that like a bunch of people are asking for that you're like, I'm not doing that. I'm not there. Some sort of a fetish, like lick your feet. I'm not going to lick my feet. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. I'm not going to do that uh, as well as. Hmm? Go ahead. I was gonna say, let's be clear. Are you, are you physically able to lick your feet? Cause I couldn't yeah. lick my feet if I wanted I can. to. <laughs> I can. I just don't. I don't find that sexy for myself or attractive. So if I would see myself licking my own feet on the video, I'd be like, God damn it. Okay. No, no. <laughs> okay. No, um, dildos. I don't use that. I don't like rubber. And I'm always saying to my fans, I don't like rubber. I don't use it. Yeah. That's it. I just don't want to do it. It's like, you want me to see penetrate myself. And at the same time, I'm not going to even enjoy it. So, right. You want it to be authentic for you. Yes. Yes. Okay, these are fair things. Oh, this is the thing I wanted to ask you. And what what separates what you're doing uh, from what people consider porn? What is what? Because I think we're really blurring this line right now, and I think people don't know. And I want to know, like, what your constitution on this is—that it's a different. Okay, so most of the people, I would say ninety percent, probably, they um, think that porn is a sexual act with penetrations and everything between two people that is recorded in the professional camera and posted on Pornhub. So you asked me uh, earlier about this question that have been asked on Instagram, like, will you ever do porn? That's what they meant. Yeah. That's what they meant. It's like, will you ever be in the professional porn? I see. So no, no, uh, I am doing solo, maybe some girl girl content. Plus, if you're going to go into definition of porn, um, it's something that's supposed to cause a fast sexual reaction without any emotions. I'm more of a probably amateur erotic creator okay. because I like to attach emotions and feelings. I don't like to do just something like a machine. I do only things that I like. Plus, most of the guys on my OnlyFans wouldn't want to see me with another guy. Sure. They just they just don't don't want to because they have emotional attachment. Sure. Sure. I, yeah, I've, I've seen some of that in the comments on this podcast specifically. If I'm like having a good conversation with somebody, I can feel the dudes who came to watch their favorite porn star get angry that they're like 
enjoying talking to me. So there's a there's a weird <laughs> jealousy in the fan base. Leanne, do you feel that at all? Uh, yes, but some fans I've had I've had for so long. Just the other day, because I recently started doing Boy Girl. Just the other day, someone said to me that they've been following me since the time of Zivity, which was a website that people used to post their nude photo sets for, and you could win like awards and stuff and get paid for it. And this had to be 11 years ago. And they're like, I've been following you since the days of Zivity, and I have been dying to see you do Boy Girl. And they're like, I just made their life yeah. by having a, you know, a 10 minute Boy Girl video. Yeah. And I was like, oh. Well, thank you. I'm so glad that I could provide that experience for you. And that's a, and that's a different <laughs> fandom, right? I think because it's like after was it ten years? Like after ten years, like like he knows he's never gonna meet you. So the fantasy that's what I'm is. Saying. I think changed. I have these long term fans that are just like they've been following me from just being an art nude model to a tattooed nude model to a suicide girl to a solo person to a girl girl content. They're like finally dick like they're so excited <laughs> about it yeah. i know they're never gonna have it at this point yeah <laughs> you know? they're like i just want to see someone get it like yeah. i think some of them were like oh wow she does like dick like right. some of them were like i thought you were gay <laughs> <laughs> i think they're just happy at this point to see something happening sure well so uh so sorry then that's a, so you said you did do you did you do girl girl stuff how do you identify sexually uh I like girls, but I would never build a relationship with a girl. I'm right. more into boys. Okay. Do you have you ever have yeah. you ever dated a, a woman or, or gone down that road? No, I know I know it's not gonna work. I need I need a dick. I need a guy. Okay. <laughs> What's okay? That, but it's, so you it, can enjoy them. You can enjoy women physically enough to create like what you feel is an authentic experience, yeah. for, like OnlyFans content. That's fair. I want. I guess I'm trying. I don't want to sit much further on this but what is it do you think why do you think a relationship other than dick why do you hmm. think it would be harder to forge a relationship with a woman well For because you. of the masculinity and feminine part of a woman those things are like go together yeah. i like to have a man that is stronger than i am i don't want to because i know within the relationship with a woman i would be a man okay Interesting. and i don't i don't want that i don't yeah. want that i want somebody who's stronger than me who can like sit down woman we're doing this and then okay. like, now you're a dominant like, yes. person yes. you're dominant and you want someone to out dominate you yes where were you raised you, girl. in russia in russia yeah there's something about and i'm not i don't want to cross generalize every woman that i've dated from russia has a very uh strong constitution a very uh um all the things like uh like if 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 you like just take a day off as a man then yeah she'll just run she'll just start running shit like behind your back and you're like oh fuck i gotta get back to being a man here quick because russian I'm... women are strong russian women are no joke <laughs> yeah sure there's a long and difficult story behind that actually the mentality was different in the past but after the world war ii the people who did raise the country was women they had to because most of the men were dead so the mentality sure. changed then it was a big big change we had sure. to turn into men yeah fact i respect that yeah hell yeah um okay eric wanted to ask um where did he go um eric, eric wants to know one uh one great thing that you like about yourself zara one thing that i like about myself he's like just one <laughs> one <laughs> uh well um i'm 21 i'm soon to be 22 and i think i'm extremely well grounded i have been always taking care of myself i know what i want 
and I'm a very stable person. I mean, you can't bullshit me, okay? So I'm proud of myself where I am, especially at my age. It's There's a lot of things to be proud of. I never got help from my parents since 17. I did everything on my own, always. Mm-hmm. So I'm a strong person, and that makes me happy. Good. I, I like see that. that. Very like strong, that. very independent. You do seem very mature for 21. Absolutely. Yeah, I've found the more people I meet over the course of my career, uh, age is, is not an indicator of much. I it, it always frustrates me when I'm in these chats where with somebody and I'm like trying to tell somebody about a new person I'm speaking to, and then we'll have like one conflict and they'll be like, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me solve all your problems. How old are they? And I'm like, that's got nothing to do with it at all. I've seen a 72 year old woman act immature. Okay. And a 21 year old woman <laughs> be the most mature person I've met. Um, all right. So let me ask the, the ladies, um, what happens if only fans disappears overnight what is what is the thing that you guys are prepared to do to maintain the your fan base um the the lifestyle what would you do tomorrow if OnlyFans just falls away well i knew you were gonna ask this question honestly (laughs) i didn't even know i was gonna i knew you were gonna ask this question (laughs) well uh first of all when you are in a situation your mindset is not set into think what you're going to do. So it's really impossible to to tell what you're going to do. I mean, there's, I'll tell you that the most popular topic on Google Trends for many, many years is porn. Yeah, it's never going to go anywhere. Never. If there won't be OnlyFans, there will be something else for sure, like OnlyFans. Of course, it's going to take work again and everything, but you can always build up something. Plus, I have a backup plan of modeling. I can always make money. I mean, it's it's money. You just have to have a right mindset. You don't yeah. want to force it. It's going to come to you. And then Leanne. Yeah, there's always um, so many websites that you can just join. There's so many websites, so many cam sites. I mean, if this goes down today, I'll be on Is My Girl Tomorrow. You know what I mean? Sure. Or I'll be on whatever, cam, many vids, cam, whatever. But I do also still maintain modeling in person which a lot of girls slacked on in the pandemic, rightfully so, it was unsafe for a while, but some girls still have not gone back and they're like, oh, cause it's cause of COVID. I'm like, no, once you stop shooting in person, you can become irrelevant, you sure. know, especially as you get older, it's like, you have to keep that going. So I still model a lot in person where if this disappeared, I still have enough of that booked up for the next month or so. Yeah. And I always have, you know, for the past, several years i've had backup plans like i can go back to bartending if i needed to i can go open up another esthetician location if i needed to i always got like a backup thing yeah, you going. never gave you never gave me a facial i was so i was so excited i owe you a facial 18 months ago, <laughs> you know, we were gonna facial me um okay wait so that's perfect so leanne you i mean you're a workhorse we know that um you'll you know you'll do like 20 shoots in a row um, and just vanish for a month um zara are you are you doing in-person shoots now leanne can you guys connect on that front and um if if she's interested on uh sharing contacts because i know you got a lot of stuff everywhere yeah i mean we can do that definitely i'm just i'm just with two agencies so every time there's a client that want to shoot with me i'm taking a job or not so it's really not it doesn't depend on me it doesn't so it's not a very stable (laughs) kind of job so yeah so you don't okay so you don't manage your own in-person modeling career do you want to that would be great i would oh, yeah. be happy to do that 
you can okay. totally do that. You don't need to, you don't need an agent, especially because you have a following and you're building a following. All it comes down to is referencing. As long as you can reference photographers enough to go, know that they're safe, you can totally book yourself. Go deeper into that. How how would how would one do that from from go from right now? And have no nothing going. You know you have a little bit of a fan base. You know that you can do the work. So before there was uh, Instagram, and this is always what I'm trying to tell newer or younger models. Before there was Instagram, we were all on model mayhem and model mayhem still exists it's still a platform that people work off of and it's easier to reference people and these are people that are paying for work so you can still go back to model mayhem and you can still book work from there um you reference at least two or three models that they've worked with at this point in my career i don't work with new people unless i meet them at a workshop and i get a vibe from them um but in the fall I have teamed up with a photographer to actually run a modeling photography boot camp for a day where I'm going to coach models and both on the in front of the camera aspect and the business aspect because you really do not need agents and managers anymore like all the money should be yours. And you just get straight flat rates forever you show up on set you it's a flat rate you yeah, know what it is. Like standard nude art modeling rate in new york used to be 100 an hour it still kind of is now if you're doing erotic you charge a little more if you're doing very explicit or working with another person you charge more if there's going to be video you charge more you know it goes up like that if you have a following sometimes you can get away with charging a little bit more you could do workshops you could tour i do all that stuff or have done a lot of that stuff without an agent without I mean, when I was a kid, I had agents and stuff. Once I got tattooed, they were like, you're on your own. And I was like, all right, bet. <laughs> to, be, to be fair, uh, Leanne, you, uh, being an 11 year old tattooed model was a was a risk. <laughs> you know, <laughs> uh, sorry, what, uh, how do you handle since you have such a hard like uh, workflow? How do you handle you time? Like what does you time look like? When does that happen? And what do you do in the time that's not creating? This is such a great question. I haven't had my me time for a while, actually. So when I feel like I'm being overloaded and I need to do something, I'm going for a uh, for a horseback ride in the oh, woods, no kidding. just just by myself in Florida. Yeah, you yeah. have access oh, to horses. So nice. Yes. I don't know why this confounds me so much. Like whenever me I go to too. Florida, if I see cows and horses, I'm like, where? What has happened? How did this happen? You have you have your own horse, or how does? I don't uh, know how... No, I'm, I'm leasing a horse. I'm okay. Leasing I don't know horse. how having a horse That's works amazing. at all. Can you explain like how having a horse works? How do you lease a horse? Please. Having a horse, it's a pain in the ass. I'll yeah. tell you that. Buying a horse is like the least expensive thing you can do. Keeping a oh, whoops, excuse me. We can still hear you. I'm back. Yeah, back. Yeah, yeah. I'm back. <laughs> yeah. So uh, can, having a horse for 40 years is another thing because they have a lot of health issues and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So yeah. it's easier to lease a horse. Sure. So that's what I'm doing. I'm leasing a horse. So you it's... pay a human being. Are you the only person that, that gets to ride this? How does it literally? How yes. It yes. There's a half lease and there's a full lease. So half lease, you can ride three or four times a week, depending on what owners telling you, yeah. um, you can still take care of the horse and other people can ride it as well. Full lease, it's when you can actually take care of the horses your own. You can come at any time, you can feed it what you want, you can groom it as you want. So I'm doing a half lease because uh, I don't want so much responsibility for yeah. a big living animal on myself. I already have two cats, that's enough for me. Yeah. So yeah, yeah and you just go and ride anytime you want to, or you can pay per right but it really depends on the farm or wherever the horse is yeah. and their own rules 
Let um, Eric's being gross. He said, "Do you ever ride without a saddle?" <laughs> it's probably not gross. That's just me. Do you... <laughs> Eric says no. Bareback. I mean, you ever ride without thing? a saddle? Serious. Uh, trust me, you don't want to do that. You don't want to do that, Eric. Um, <laughs> okay, so I, I literally, me and Eric don't know anything about horses. All right, I know I don't. Um, so I don't know. I don't want to harp on this horse thing, but I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm in fact. Isn't that kind of a dream of yours, though, to have a fan, a uh, farm? Yeah, I want a horse. I want chickens. I want all the things. Yeah, I want a cow, maybe. I want. I met. I met the cutest little um, oxen over um, the the fall. Um, they were great, and they they nursed me back to health after I got hit by that car. Um, so yeah, I definitely want. The, I want the whole thing. I want turkeys. I want. I've been eating duck eggs exclusively. It's not about me. Um, so <laughs> when you have a horse, you have farm um, dreams. Farm I have so dreams. many farm dreams. Uh, so when you have a horse, I just watched another documentary. Stop it. Stop. Uh, okay, so I'm just saying, uh, maybe like maybe you end up in Florida, and maybe she introduces you to a horse. Just and like you go here's a horse. Oh, this was my question: Is that uh, the thing? Of, I saw a movie where the horse like kind of has to choose you. Is that a real this whole like idea that you have to break a whole break? Oh, a horse? I know what movie you're talking about. Which one was I watching? It's the uh, it's the one. It was just on Netflix not long ago, right? What the one in Philadelphia? Yeah, the Black Cowboy yeah. movement. Yeah. Is this okay. a real thing? Like, can did you have to like go and the horse had to be like, we like Zara, and then you're now you're riding the horse. A horse can choose a person if it's not a trainee horse, one yeah. that is supposed to be used for kids and stuff like that. Because like the horse I'm riding, people were complaining that he don't want to run or he was bucking or stuff like that with me. Not a problem. That's your it's horse. Not a problem. You you have to be an alpha in a relationship with yeah. the horse. You have to show power, and the, if you're telling them not to do it, it means they should not do it. Otherwise, yeah. they're going to be punished. It's yeah. the same with any other animal. I mean, yes, this is important. There are so many bad animal people that like <clears throat> that just like let their animals rip. Uh, Leanne got so excited yeah. when she said when you said you had two cats. She's got a she's got a a three legged uh, troublemaker right now. Um, I do. I have a tripod cat. Yeah. <laughs> okay. What is I did see one of your posts. I when I went to your Instagram, I saw one of your one of your cats, and I was like, "Oh, cat person." <laughs> He's so weird. It's Max. He's a weirdest cat. Like, what does so that mean? Weird. What does it mean to be a weird cat? Actually, and Eric is such. I had I called Eric and Leanne when a cat was trying to break into my house, and I was like, "I don't want to let him in." I called them because they were going to make me let him in. What yeah. does it mean to be a weird cat? What does a weird cat do? <laughs> That a normal uh, well, he steals all my scrunchies. Uh, okay. Yeah, he does that. He what does he do to them? No one knows. I don't know. <laughs> I never found one. I never found one. Really? So. I, saw the, I saw the worst thing on the internet the other day with a cat that had eaten like a thousand scrunchies. They had to like, they had to go get them. Oh, oh, if he eats like these hair ties, yeah, yes. they're bad. Those can wrap around the intestines. Yeah. But like, yeah, also, no, he's not eating. Okay. He's hiding them somewhere. But uh, I'm not sure where exactly. I think it's behind the refrigerator. So, okay, I will, one day I will find it. I'm sure. Listen, one there's a lot of like, there's a lot of perverts out there that want to buy those. So don't let them steal them. <laughs> we want to buy that shit. We'll buy your socks and your hair ties. 100%. Okay. A hundred percent. This is the problem with having this podcast is, is, uh, is, is I let the, my guests convince me that I could sell articles of clothing on the internet. <laughs> Nobody wants my dirty socks. I promise. Wait, what's you your horse's name? Know. name? Always say you never know, but I'm sure of it. I'm, this is my new thing. If I ever play, like if I ever get to play a sold out show again after this pandemic in comedy, I'm going to, I'm going to offer the socks from the show for a hundred bucks. And if I ever sell them, I'll call you immediately. Um, You're aiming horses. high there on the price, but I'm sure you could sell. <laughs> <them>. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> what is your horse's name, Zara? 
His name is Vandal. Vandal? Yeah. He's See, a that's, that's the other problem. You, you name him something scary, and then people are going to be scared of him. That's what it is. Well, he's not my horse. They like, call God damn him it, you're right. I'm a fucking vandal. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, Leanne, I've been, I've been, I've been uh, 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 taking most of the time here. What, uh, do you have questions for this young lady? Man, man, I think we've covered them. Okay, well, we started off with you admitting you're a fanboy. So, Me, yeah. Zara, would you ever date a fan? No. People ask this all the time, yeah. No. So I have been offered in for like 15, 20 grand. No, this is just like. Well, I mean, if it's a fan that's like creeping onto your, you know, inbox and your OnlyFans, just like worshiping your body and asking, like, I can completely understand that. But like, just a, if someone, you know, just knows you in the industry and they're like, hey, I'm a fan of your work. Do you respect that? Or do you automatically assume that there's some like pervert or something? You should always assume that <laughs> always because yeah. this is your safety and i just had so many crazy people around me i'm just like a magnet for crazies so i don't trust anybody no i just don't and it's it's good for for me and for other women actually so no just to like a meet up with somebody to what point right no you you have some intentions in your head you might not tell me but i know they're there right so if you want to work with me if you're like no, even if there was there was photographers, but with a photographer telling me, oh, I want to fuck you and I have to meet with him after, of course, I'm not going to feel safe. Right. No, is... no, definitely not. Leanne, how do you handle the creepy photographer thing? Uh, well, that's why you reference because it's women's favorite thing to do is talk. So if one photographer is rude to one model, we will all know. Yeah, you know, that's why <laughs> that's why we reference. We all talk and we will all know. But I would never. Um, no, years ago, I had a very weird experience where I worked with an artist, an artist photographer I was working sort of as a muse. And he started coming on to me hard in the shoot. And I like ran out because I just felt like this was not going to go anywhere good. Yeah. And I felt like he could become aggressive. And I just ran. Did you cash a check? Uh, no, that one I didn't even get paid for. I just ran. I was like, this feels everything in my body yeah. was like, run. Sure. <laughs> and I did. Yeah. And it's like, you don't want to work with someone who could potentially become that way. And I found yeah. out that the one person, that's why you reference multiple people. The one person I referenced with a girl, was a girl who was sleeping with him. See, okay. That's not a fair reference. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well. I think it's the same. I think it's the same for performers as a comedian. It's very, I will say 98%. I will try not to fuck someone who saw me first on stage because it's not fair because of whatever they whatever they're bringing to the thing um like is not, it's not my shit like you 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 decided without me that you were into me that's not fair to either of us right i can't live up to your thing and who knows what you think this thing is and so that becomes problematic um which is you know but then on this on the same token band dudes and comedians and whoever sometimes use that thing as leverage to get laid which is also kind of wrong right you've kind of ways. you've you've been able to do the opposite of that what's that so you've had a lot of you've interviewed a lot of porn stars who are definitely dtf and you came from like a solid place of no that's impressive we're, we're good yeah look at you yeah we're good here look at you proud of you hey look at that <laughs> um so i noticed Zara, that you you've I don't know if it was always this way you then you were talking about it before you've kind of like you've streamlined the content so that it is very different on all the platforms. How are you figuring out 
the best way to it seems like you have more information than me like as far as like how algorithms work and things like that and how to like trend how are you framing each of the how are you getting this information and how are you framing each of these things so that you're putting the correct content in the correct places no oh, you're just reading a lot on reddit <laughs> and okay. you stalk other creators as well yeah. so like for for TikTok, i already saw what works for me because uh, again on on TikTok, uh different things work differently for different people so like for me i can't post anything in swimwear because TikTok bans it always regardless i know some girls are allowed to do that i can't do it so i had to figure out the other way so i'm using really spicy sounds uh because they're already on the platform it's a platform tool and i have full rights to use it so like whatever daddy fuck me i can use it i can sit with a flat face in front of the camera but it's gonna cause a reaction and it just makes video grow 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 sure so if i'm just trying to do some dancing videos or cute stuff or e-girl rarely works for me so you just have to figure out for yourself what really works it depends on your style and what fan base you already have or follower base uh instagram grows only from tiktok so i don't do anything else uh and only fans well only fans i'm just doing everything i'm comfortable with i'm showing yeah. my kinks showing my dark side like i like to do public stuff it just i just like to do that not okay. too public so people don't see it but like recently i was on a creating a video on the parking lot Okay. And then I just heard a knock in my window, I turned my head, it was a police guy, okay? So I was sitting with my tits out. So <laughs> apparently a lady on the parking lot complained uh, because there was a trooper staying there. And so he's like, what are you doing here? It's a public place. And I'm like, I was fixing my bra. <laughs> so anyway, he was just like, it's not a place and time to do that and blah, blah, blah. So I was like, okay, I'm so sorry. <laughs> let me go so I, I didn't get in trouble i still got this video so yeah. i'll send it out so basically that's it oh i like to do the role play and all kinds of like jerk off instructions i like to be in, in power i like so, the joi videos i didn't know what that was until a couple months ago and the guys on my only fans instruction yeah okay and the, and the guys on only fans are requesting it requesting and I'm like, what is the big deal with this? Like, is it that set? Like, I'm, I was doing at the time a lot of masturbation stuff. I'm like, why do they keep asking for JOI? Why is that any better? And then I did my research. I looked it up. I saw some girls that did good ones. And I was like, oh, I get it. So I you, get why they like this. So you tell me what to do to camera. Yeah. I tell you how to jerk off. How to jerk off. Yeah, like I'm telling you what to do. So basically, they like the dirty talk of it. Yeah. That's what it is. They like the dirty talk of it and me being sexy or maybe even pleasing myself while I'm telling you what to do. Like they're, they're all about that. Interesting. Yeah. There's something the about this. And this is the thing I didn't realize at the dawn of Snapchat. Um, I started having some, I was doing a lot of long distance relationships because I travel so much. So I had started doing like all the sexting stuff through like Snapchat. And prior to that, I was, I didn't get the whole like, chatterbait thing and like that was you know that was the original like camming kind of thing that i was aware of and then after i broke up with this girl who we were we were all of our sexting was through uh snapchat then at the end of that i got it because it was like she was sending those videos to me but now i can convince myself as a viewer that like the the stuff that's happening on these sites like that's just for me like this is my girlfriend and that's for me she's like jerking off for me or whatever um mm -hmm. so that's interesting um yeah. Zara, are you getting trolled on any of the platforms? 
How do you handle it? What's the worst? Do you just block? Do you engage? What do you do? Uh, so you're talking about cyber bullies that just sure. find a reason to to say all kinds of bullshit. Hold on, so wait, wait. can have... you say cyber bully again? Because with the accent, that's the best thing I've heard in a while. Cyber bullies. <laughs> yeah, it's fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of people have been asking me how I'm dealing with it because I'm getting an extremely big amount of people who's uh, trying to say some kind of shit to me. On which one? Uh, everywhere, mostly okay. TikTok. Yeah, mostly TikTok. Even on OnlyFans, I'm subscribing, paying money to tell me that I'm a piece of shit. And I'm like, what? I'm like, I might be a piece of shit, but I'm with your money now, dude. So fuck you. <laughs> That's so weird. Yeah, I, I'm just a magnet. I told you, I'm a magnet for Crazy. for mean people. So people asked me about it when I was doing a live stream on my TikTok. And so I told them that there's never a good reason behind uh, these people's words. Sure. So what means is that they're pathetic. They're sad in their life. There's something wrong with them if they have a desire to say something mean to you. Like a happy person that is complete in his life with a great relationship. People respect him. He's okay. His self-esteem is awesome. He's never going to go in somebody's video and tell you you're ugly. It's just, it doesn't work that way. Yeah. So they're, they're mostly, they just don't understand that. And there's a, but there's, I think there's a weird, and I don't want to speak to this as not, I'm not on the, on the backside of this for you guys, but I think there's a weird thing where if you go online and you jerk off to somebody, then the amount of shame that you feel for whatever reason, because maybe you're married, maybe you're whatever, maybe you're like Christian, then it has to go somewhere. So like, I feel like the guys who are talking shit, like just came, like, that's what I feel like. <laughs> and they're like, I don't know what to do. I don't, I don't want to feel this way. Um, mm -hmm. So it's, it's a weird. That is so, yeah, that's right? crazy. I've never, I didn't realize that people did that on uh on OnlyFans. Like, why would you pay and be shitty to someone? I think it's weird on any platform. It's like, well, you're following me or you came yeah. to my page or you're on my, when people, when I get trolls, I thank them for their engagement. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, please keep leaving comments. Yeah, I, do. I appreciate you. That's what I do on TikTok. I act like I don't understand the bounds of the discussion. I'm like, I'm like, oh, what did you mean? And then they just keep just <laughs> 50 comments. Please, keep Great. leaving comments. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. Um, so Zara, the, the, so we're, we're running on time here, but the, this is the last one. Cause you said one of the, one of the most fun things that you do, or maybe the most engaging thing that you do for your fans is, is the stuff where you sit down and chat. This is very not, it's, that's not really sexual stuff, or are you finding this is where you get the most, um, I guess I, I'm just going to use engagement again. Is this where you get the most engagement where you sit down and like chat with the fans and like Q and a type of deal? Oh, are you talking about only fans or TikTok? Either. Okay, so on TikTok, you do that to let people know who you are. So me, personally, I don't like to follow somebody if I haven't seen them actually talking and engaging, yeah. because I don't know what kind of person they are. It can sure. be an extremely beautiful woman, but as soon as she opens her mouth, she better don't open her mouth, because it's like... The same with, same old, with guys. It's okay? an old Russian saying, as soon as she opens her mouth, she better not open her mouth. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, it is what it is, and I only fans... Um, I know that a lot of girls doing like live streams and they're doing naked stuff. I'm yeah. offering it as an option. You yeah. can do the goals and I'll be nude and pretty, uh, or we can just talk because I think emotional attachment and engagement, that's what they're coming for. That's the difference between porn and the fun page. 
Okay, porn is not extremely genuine. That's why people go into OnlyFans. They're finding a person they like and they want to get to know the person. So it feels more personal, almost like a relationship between a girlfriend right. and a boyfriend. So yeah, that's that's where it comes from. If you're not engaging with them, they're losing their interest very fast. And the shelf life is extremely short. Yeah. Well, we've reached that weird level where it's way more about who the person is um, than it used to be because of some of the things you're talking about, because the way the industry has changed and because girls have found this ability to control their own content and make their own content and just and and naturally, like you said, you're going to you're going to do what you find sexy and what you find fun and what you enjoy doing, um, which I think there's like this other idea that like there was a whole period of time where people were just doing things they didn't want to do on camera, which maybe that was somewhat true, but I think largely it was not true. But now it's for sure that people are only doing the things that they're comfortable with on camera um, because they have the choice. Uh, so there's something nice about that. All right, let's do this. Let's plug all your things. Uh, how do we find you? How do we follow you? How do we pay for your stuff? Yeah. How do we find you? How do we follow how, follow you? How do we pay for your stuff? Plug all your Oh oh I'm so sorry. I was like, what? <laughs> what is so fun? okay, you can you can find me on uh, my TikTok and my Instagram by the same username. It's Zara Z A R A like Brent dot don't forget about the dot and co C O Z. And my OnlyFans is Zara Exclusive. If you want to see all my links, you just need to write ZaraExclusive.us and it's gonna give you all my links, including like all my links <laughs> and we'll and we'll put all this stuff and we'll, that'll be wherever you see this uh whether you're whether you're listening on itunes google play or soundcloud that's all the links are in the thing are, are in the description of the episode if you didn't know we got a youtube episode of this as well uh where you can see us uh chatting over zoom uh leanne how do we find you how do you follow you at levon lux only fans is also levon lux huh. that's there it is, it is. <laughs> uh final questions eric uh leanne Oh, I don't know. I don't Someone's know. getting arrested in the background. Well, this is the yeah. uh, Sex Appeal Podcast. We drop a new episode every Sunday at midnight, technically Monday. Uh, check us out. We're back running again with the new format with my lovely co-host. Thank you to our guest, Zara, for being here. Follow her. Do all the things. I think you'll find, uh, as, as a fanboy talking, you'll enjoy the content, um, and, and you'll you'll get a little baby crush. Um, thank you for being here. Uh, keep uh, you know pumping our stuff and comment all the things. Subscribe. 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 Thank you, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Bye.